0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Caregiver's Toolbox. My name is Ryan McIniff. I am here with Janet, and today we are going to be talking about caregiver retention. Mm. But how are you, Janet?
1: I'm doing well, Ryan.
0: Excellent. So, we are going to talk about a report that came out just a few days ago regarding uh, caregiver retention. And basically, this the studies that have been done say that nearly a hundred percent of caregivers are ready to leave jobs at any time. So whether that welcome
1: is, to the Caregivers Toolbox, that is tools like, for everyday caregiving. Like ours, we provide education and information on, on senior care topics. Here's your host, Tom Ryan McKinnon. Ryan McKinnon.
0: Does this, well, before we get into what this article says, Janet, does any of that surprise you?
1: Not even a little bit.
0: <laughs> that uh, 100% of caregivers are ready to leave the jobs, it doesn't shock you at all?
1: No, sadly no.
0: I was I was expecting it to be like in the 80s or maybe low 90s, but 100%. Um, basically, it said specifically 65% of caregivers are, quote, always looking for a better job, while 97%... Um, are open to a job opportunity at any given time. So, um, you know, nothing's a hundred percent in this world, but ninety-seven percent is about as close as you can get. And for the vast, vast majority, everybody's looking for to better themselves. Um, this this research came from a company called My CNA Jobs, um, and they seem to be pretty credible with the things that I've read and seen from them in the past. Um, You know, I think the reason I wanted to bring this up wasn't to to necessarily um, talk about my agency and how we deal with these things, but I think there are a lot of people out there that hire privately, find somebody off of Craigslist or through word of mouth and um, put all their eggs in one basket when it comes to uh, private home care services. I don't generally look at other home health agencies as competitors as much as I look at uh, individuals that are willing to work under the table um, in homes is more of a competitor um, because there are just so many and it's very prevalent and, and that's fine it's a, it's 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 something that's uh, something that's going to happen you know regardless of whatever you do but the point being is that if you have all your eggs in one basket with one caregiver and that caregiver gets an opportunity at another job to make an extra ten percent or twenty percent more this study showing that they're probably going to walk and they're going to leave you high and dry without, um, having the ability to replace them in adequate amount of time or some of them might, but I mean, what are your thoughts on all of this?
1: Well, I, I think that's true. I think you're at a risk when you put all your eggs in one basket and you also have, um, you know, a situation where you, you have a you have a different kind of relationship if you've hired the person privately, mm-hmm. and you can have issues that, you know, quite honestly, sometimes need to be refereed or supported or whatever you want to call it um, in a more objective way. And I think it's very hard to do it objectively if it's someone you have hired privately. You have basically, over any period of time, sort of introduced an extra family member to your house.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And 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 absolutely, but at the same time, I think families think that they've added a new family member to the house after a certain specific time. But I mean, here's a quote from this article that I read: um, "Quote, but the thing is, because the market is so competitive, on average, caregivers get three calls a week for work now. So when you hire somebody privately under the table or however you do it." that person is still getting calls from people like me Mm -hmm. and other families and other caregivers that say, Hey, Judy, I got a, I I can't do it, but I have a case over here that are you interested or are you still on the other case? Well, what can we do? You know, money wise, that's always the risk of things. And I think, Mm -hmm. you know, part of this podcast and talking about um, this article brought up is that one of the biggest issues that we're dealing with as a uh, industry, is that there are just not enough caregivers to do the work. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things we're finding is that, um, you know, we, we might have a bigger issue of growing this company, not because there isn't enough work out there, but there isn't enough caregivers to do the work that we want them to do. Um, and most people would think, hey... You know, you name the top four competitors that are looking for uh, home health aides in this area.
1: The top four? Ten, oh. Top three or four.
0: What does what, what, what a common sense would, would sit, tell you they're looking for?
1: They're looking for someone to give mom and dad.
0: Well, no, no, no. Oh, I mean, I'm what sorry. what who's hiring home health aides in this area? Would you guess?
1: Um, assisted livings, mm-hmm. nursing homes. Hospitals. Hospitals.
0: Exactly. Those other, are the yep. So those are the big ones that they're talking about. But and, and so it says in this that the top setting choice for a caregiver was hospitals, that 27% listed that as their preferred option. Then private family and home care agencies are 26 and 22. So pretty close dead heat there. And then um, 18% wanted to live in assisted livings, uh, wanted to live in assisted livings. Wanted to work in assisted livings while nursing homes were the least preferred setting at 7% of caregivers. Which isn't a surprise, to be honest with you. So, oh, there goes the phone. I forgot to put on the do not disturb. Um, So, with that being said, with that being said, that also is, it's very true that those places are where normally you would think, Caregivers would work, but the other issue is is that when you have an economy that's going this way, you also have other places that are looking for help desperately. And I, what I'm talking about is big box retailers and fast food establishments that generally hire lower-waged workers. You have the Walmarts, the Targets, the Home Depots, the Lowe's, the um, huge companies that need people that make minimum wage and up and that is becoming an issue in this industry that um you know it's a good thing I think that competition is leading towards higher wages but it also is leading towards a lack of caregivers to be able to provide care for people that are discharging from community yeah from, and from I, I think
1: you know when you look at the the different settings um what caregivers are looking for, too, is is some sense of security. We all like some sense of security. Sure. And in this kind of an industry, are you looking for security where you have a set dollar amount that you're going to take home plus some benefits? Those are the people that find themselves in hospitals, um, assisted livings, places like that. Um, they often don't pay as much of an hourly rate, but then there's some benefits. Um, in the home care situation, whether you're working for um, a VNA or a private company, they have there's there's such turnover because you have clients that come on board for a certain period of time and then they don't. So it's like a, a stock market, up and down, up and down, sure. up and down. So there isn't the consistency of where's the next paycheck.
0: And that's a great point that I was going to, I highlighted this. It says, this survey also reflects, reflects that 80% of caregivers said they would prefer to work for one company if they could get the desired hours. And getting preferred hours in retail and fast food is often easier. Um, so they they are bringing, you're bringing up a very good point where um, it says here that caregivers um, are stressed, have anxiety because of uncertainty of shifts, especially if a client goes to the hospital or is otherwise taken off their roster. So that is a big concern with caregivers that, you know, uh, it's a feast or famine business. Like when, when they have work, things are great, but in the back of their mind, they can always, they always know that, uh, if, if a fall happens or an issue happens, then, um, they're not a, they're not No longer needed. It's a per GM DM job, so they might take a lower pay at a fast food place or at a Walmart or a big box retail store to get the consistency because they want that consistency of even though it would be a lower amount, they don't have the peaks and valleys that you generally have in private home care, and we deal with it from the top up. I mean, we have months that are great, and then we have months that are not so great. And, you know, that trickles on down to the caregivers of what, when things are good, it's great. And when things are poor, it's really bad. And that's the the economics of this business. But I thought that this was just, uh, you know, maybe not for you, Janet, and maybe not for me, but it is an eye-opening, for the average person, it is an um, eye-opening article in realizing that there are so few caregivers and there is so much demand for in the caregiving uh, um, industry and in home health aid and these ones that there is going to have to be a solution to a problem because we are just at the beginning of the baby boomers aging. I mean, where you know, my dad's at that beginning point and he's 70, 71, and he's still golfing three days a week. And there's going to be a point in time where he's in the that beginning, he's 80, and now you have, you know, you still have baby boomers that are still, you know, retiring. You know, and they're still active and they're still, they're okay. Um, It's just, it's something to be aware of that when you do find a good caregiver, hold on to them well. And treat it, you got to treat them like gold because when you have somebody that you love, then you don't want them to go. And it's the same thing with us.
1: And it's hard too because you can have... As you know, I refer to them as Mary Poppins, the greatest caregiver. But some of the more skilled caregivers or the ones that are pursuing, it's not uncommon for a caregiver to be trying to get an LPN certification or whatever and because of school their schedule changes. Be so you can have the best caregiver in the world but because school changed maybe they're not going to have the hours available that they had before and you're wondering why you're losing the good people too. Yep. There's just a lot of change and uh it's it's not an easy life for them. It's certainly not easy for schedulers, but it's something that people do have to be aware of because it, it is going to get even more challenging.
0: Absolutely. And and you know and that's going to cause prices to go up, the wages to go up, and the, the price of, of care to go up, um, which is you know that's supply and demand, right? Um, but just be cognizant of that if you do have your own privately hired caregiver that. You do have your eggs in one basket, things can change quickly and it might be good to have two caregivers in there once rather than one, but it's tough to, to, to make that change if you're already in that situation. But I thought it was just worthwhile mentioning this article because when I saw it, I was like, yep, Yep. (laughs) that's what we're dealing with in this industry that, you know, I was just out in uh, November in Las Vegas um, for the private home care conference that occurs annually And the overwhelming talks were about caregiver retention and finding caregivers because it's so difficult right now um, to find quality people. And people that aren't the best caregivers know, unfortunately, that if they get fired from Minute Women, there are about, I don't know, I would say there's got to be at least 500 agencies in the Boston area, (laughs) right? I think you're right. Probably, probably 495 and Mm end. there's got to be at least 500 home care agencies. So you get fired from one, you got 499 that you can call. That's right. There are probably within five miles around Lexington, there's got to be at least 20. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, so you, even if you, you say, well, that's too big of an area. All right. So you live in, you live in Waltham. Which is for people that listen. This is the town south of Lexington, where we're at. There's probably 20 agencies that you could call on mm-hmm. if you get fired from one of them, and and as long as you're a good interview, you're going to you, your your likelihood of getting hired is is high because the need is there so badly.
1: That's right. And people in areas like Waltham, there's public transportation to get into Boston, where there's even more opportunities.
0: Absolutely. So, um, and that doesn't even take into effect the private. Uh, under the table, privately hired caregivers that are out there. So, you know, take that into account. Caregivers are a hot commodity right now, and uh, it is something that I think we're going to be dealing with for the next 10 years at least, maybe at 20 least. years. And I think we're going to see uh, the prices rise for private home care and assisted living, and and I think there's going to be a lot of issues because... Um, The only way to attract more caregivers is to have better benefits, more hours, things like that, so inevitably the prices are going to go up, which means that the the cost is going to go up, and I think it's going to be interesting what happens with hospitals and what happens with nursing homes, specifically really nursing homes, because they're going to get caught in a squeeze Mm -hmm. where they're not getting reimbursed as much as, as they should be for care they're providing, and then they can't find caregivers because they can't pay the caregivers enough to take them away from private assisted living in hospitals. And as this report says, what did it say? 7% of caregivers prefer to be in a nursing home setting when you're 27, 26, and 22 for hospitals, private families, and home care agencies. So they're already on the losing end of that battle. <laughs> and now that they're not getting reimbursed as much, um, you know, you know, a funny story. I was, I was at the doctor's appointment the other day. And, uh, he was asking what insurance I was on and he goes, is that through mass health? And I go, no, it's not, it's privately paid insurance. And, um, he goes, all right, because we're not taking, uh, mass health anymore. He goes, he, he goes, uh, you know, it's, it's very confusing. It's insurance. You know, I don't know exactly why that's not my department. And I just kind of smiled at him. (laughs) like, I think we both know why that is. It's because mass health isn't reimbursing anything and it's not worth your while, to take mass health patients because they're, mm-hmm. you're not making any money off of it. And he's still stuck with, well, it's insurance, and I get confused. But he, he smiled. He knew. Yep. I knew. That's the way it goes. So I think if that's happening with doctor's offices, then the nursing homes are got to be feeling it relatively soon.
1: Absolutely. As well. It's so. it's going to be an interesting, uh, interesting life going
0: forward. Absolutely. But, anyways, um, if you want to find that article, the article is called Nearly 100% of Caregivers. Uh, ready to leave jobs at any time, I found out on Home Healthcare News. Um, you can take a look at that and read that for yourself. But thank you very much for listening to the Caregiver's Toolbox. Uh, my name is Ryan McIniff. I'm here with Janet. Our episodes, when they do come out, come out on Tuesdays. I know that I have been very poor at being consistent with it, but uh, I hope you understand that when we're running uh, running a business and Janet is, is running the office and we're scheduling like crazy and um, sometimes the Podcast is not the highest priority that we'd love it to be, but um, if the business goes out of business, so does the podcast. So I kind, of, <laughs> kind, of, kind, of, kind of go hand in hand. There so we do appreciate you all listening. We'd love more feedback from you. Um, please feel free to reach out to us on our Facebook page at the Caregivers Toolbox. Just look that up. You'll see our logo, and um, we'd love the feedback um, that we can get. Um, but for now, We'll be having some episodes come out on Tuesdays, and we'll go from there. Have a great one, everybody.